So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What is going on, everybody? This is another episode of the Legion of Raw. Yeah, baby. This yeah, is- baby. Here That's we are. I'm Dr. Chris, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we are here live and going to have some fun, man. You ready, Vince? I am ready, bro. I am ready. Awesome, man. So, Money to the Bank is this coming Saturday, which is my birthday, by the way. Happy early birthday to you, Dr. Thank Chris. You. I appreciate it. I That's appreciate awesome. It. Um, so I'm not going to watch it uh, <laughs> because I'll be doing other things on my birthday. That's much more enjoyable than yes. working in the back. Absolutely. So, uh, but, you know, I'll catch it uh, before Monday, most likely. Um, probably Sunday or some someday. I don't know. Um, so. This is the go-home show before the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And just overall thoughts, thoughts, Vince, are you excited for this go-home show? Is it, it was it good enough to make you buy, Bro. if you didn't have Peacock, it, was it, would, it, would it be good enough for you to get I got to tell you something about Peacock. Let me mm-hmm. tell you a little something about Peacock, because That's obviously, me. bro, we need other things to talk about uh, on this show than the what we just watched. Yes, bro. I swear to God, I, you know, every two weeks on uh, Russo'sBrand.com, I break down the Attitude Era hour by hour. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro, the editing that they've done with older Attitude Era episodes—it's horrible. Is it is really? horrible, bro. Bro, I don't – it's got to be WWE editing them down and then sending them to Peacock. And I guarantee you nobody at Peacock is looking at these because the editing is awful, bro. And, and I, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm just like, man, if people paid money for this, you, you would just think you would get better quality, better editing, but – it's it's horrible, bro. Yeah. It is horrible. <laughs> bro, they, they did a thing today. They did a thing today. And maybe somebody in uh maybe one somebody in our audience can tell us about it. Bro, remember during the Attitude Era when The Rock stole the Intercontinental belt from Austin? Mem- okay. Remember that sequence? I do. Well, bro, I watched an episode today where Rock's in the ring with the Intercontinental belt and he's wrestling Vader. Mm-hmm. Okay. Austin drives his pickup truck into the arena. Now, the original show, Austin was blasting music in his truck. Mm -hmm. And obviously for that show, they paid a licensing fee. So when you watch this show, they're putting in generic music that's playing on Austin's truck and it's hard, like, bro, it's the worst music imaginable. And I'm watching this, and I'm saying, bro, people don't know 
that they're editing in different music and, and the music they were using was killing Austin. Like it was just killing, you know, the, the, the entire character, you know, the, the edge, you know yep. what I mean? Yep, yep. And I'm like, my gosh, bro, who, who is doing this? I would love to see if somebody in our audience knows, um, what song was originally playing, bro? Because I'm guessing it was, you know, ACDC or something like that. But I understand, bro, they got to cut it out. But to replace it with something genetic that is, uh, you know, generic that is horrible, yeah. it just it killed the entire show, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and that's out of all the choices. I mean, I'm sure you could have made a better choice than what they did. You know, brutal, brutal, yeah. brutal. Looks like Leslie was at the show. Leslie, were there any um, uh, were there any dark matches at the show? Were there any dark matches? Um, all right. So uh, here's the here's the question before we get into this uh, raw because I'm, I'm much more interested in the questions that we ask that I ask. Uh, Vince, if you ever have a, if you ever question, uh, you know, um, Throw it all right, we got awesome sauce with a $2 super chat, bro. Before I ask the question, oh, man. Russo, your WCW theme is also, which edited. is, which is crazy. Cause I got it right here and I play it every single day, bro. <laughs> every single day, but I don't know, bro. It, it, listen, I understand they have to edit. But what they're replacing it with is so, so, so bad, bro. So bad. But anyway. Yeah, sadly. What's uh, the question, bro? What do you got for us, Chris? Uh, before that, a bunch of people uh, wishing me happy birthday. Thank you. Happy I'm birthday, give you all yes. Some shout outs, matter of yes. fact. Um, yeah, I'm going to give you all some shout outs. Y'all spent the time to wish me happy birthday, so I'm going to I'm gonna put you over. Uh, awesome sauce. Chris. Uh, say Joe, Leslie, Victor, um, Mike's birthday's today. Happy birthday, Mike. We'll Happy birthday, up. Mike. Um, yeah, there's one, there's a bunch of Rose, Michael, Rock, Keontae. Thank y'all, Christopher. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yuri. Rishon, very nice guys. Manny, thank y'all. Um, all right, so uh, the question is, uh, Richard, thank you. Uh, the the question of the day is, who is the most uh, um, underrated WWE champion in history? Who is the most underrated, in your opinion, the most underrated? WWE champion in history. And as y'all uh, think about that, uh, shout out to DJ, Kuzmo, Paul, Rob, Chloe, Reese, uh, Reese, Steven. Thanks, guys. Bro, define underrated. Uh, someone who didn't really um, get as much shine as champion as uh, he should have. Interesting. Interesting. I want to see what the people have to say about that. What do y'all think? Um, now, could it be any championship or it's got to be the big one? World champ. World champ? Mm -hmm. okay. Awesome Sauce says Savage. People just think of Hogan, but he was awesome. I think that's a good point, actually. Uh, Savage had the belt for a year, but he was kind of overshadowed. <laughs> he was overshadowed by, first of all, Hogan at WrestleMania 4 being involved to be to help Savage become champion. And then, you know, he has some good matches, but uh, starting from the Royal Rumble, you know, it's it started the whole Elizabeth, you know what I mean? He brings Elizabeth to the backstage and the turn makes the heel turn. So it was it was kind of overshadowed by Hogan, a big chunk of that. So yeah, that's actually a good point. Uh Finn Balor, um Diesel. Christopher said Eddie Guerrero. Uh, hmm. Yeah, he ended up winning at WrestleMania, but uh, I think that may be a good one. Kane, Kevin Owens, Warrior, RVD, Big E, Balor, hmm. Punk, really? Um, a lot of gender. What do you think about gender? 
Wow, brother. Three that come to mind, man, for me are Jinder. Big E was a good one. Agreed. And um, uh, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Those three, those three come to mind immediately yeah. to me. Yeah. Yokozuna, Andy says. What do you think about my Yokozuna? I don't think he was underrated. I don't think, I don't think so either. Sid. What do you think? God, Sid was in your Sid was in your day. I don't even remember Sid as the champion, man. I don't even remember that. So I guess I guess he was underrated. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh Backland. Backland was champ for like nah, four years. Yeah, he was he, God, he was champ for yeah. yeah. They they may be talking about the second run when he had it for like a cup of coffee before oh, like 94. Yeah, yeah, the hill, the hill one. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Yeah. Perhaps the hill one, but the babyface yeah. one he had it for several years. Yeah. Um Slaughter. Yeah, Slaughter was a little he, he was overshadowed. Uh yeah. I think. Yeah. Um let's see. DJ Eric with the five dollar super chat. Roll. Vince, love the video you did for Oliver Gunner, Agent Alexander, and Ben cheering for a grindhouse pro wrestling. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, DJ Eric. Thank you. Yeah, that's very nice. Lots of uh, wonderful involvement uh, from the PNP Nation here. Very nice. 96, 97 is what uh, I guess when Sid was champ around that time. God, I don't even remember that. <laughs> you were you were there. You was uh, still in the magazine at that time, weren't you? I need, yeah. I, I mean, I was you know starting to get my foot into TV, but doing both. Yeah. yeah very nice. Well, speaking of TV, let's uh let's get down to the nitty gritty, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have Riddle uh, winning the last chance. Well, starts off with uh, Cena d- doing his uh his deal. People, you know, and backstage, he shaking some people's hands and uh you know uh, like their boys and like, like their homies, and then the other people just you know formally shaking their hands. You know, also loyalty respect. So. Um, clearly this show was result was revolved around John Cena being the man, Vince. Yeah, I'm really curious, Chris. I'm really curious to see if this show pops a number. I I, I really too. am because I think that's what they were intending to do. Chris, also, you know, something I, I want to ask you was the Cena appearance on this show. Did we know about this? And was this prior to those allegations coming down to Vince? In other words, did they plan this after that, or was this already planned? It was before. It, it was, was before. before. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, they announced it a, uh, a yeah, couple I, of weeks ago. Already. I'm very, very surprised, bro. I was very surprised that Vince didn't introduce him to get the uh, Cena rub. I was very surprised. He did. Vince, yeah. Vince introduced him. In, in the in-ring? The in mm-hmm. He was out yeah. there. Yeah, he introduced. Oh my God, bro! I must have fast forwarded. I must have fast forward. So he did, but did he say anything or just put him over? He just put him over. John yeah, I didn't even see that part. I did yeah. not even see that. He said part. a couple of things. It, it was very short, though. Yeah. Very very short. So, yep. Well, he 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 put himself over last week when he announced the John. Bro, Cena. that's real interesting, man. Because man, if I'm John Cena where i am right now sitting on top of hollywood sitting on top of the world man honestly bro i don't know if i want vince introducing me at this point you you know what i mean bro yeah i'm very thankful for what he did and everything like that but uh, i I don't know man you know (laughs) yeah like okay maybe stephanie i mean (laughs) because you know because uh stephanie you know it would have made more sense of stephanie would have introduced him because if it wasn't for Stephanie, Cena would have been fired. You know, it's funny because I talked about this on Pancakes and Power Slams, uh, my show last Tuesday uh, night. You know, I was saying, you know, people always, people are uh, uh, comparing Cena with, with Theory, you know, and I'm like, yeah, no one, I mean, or Theory with Cena. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I mean, Theory being uh, uh, compared to 2002 Cena is not very, it's, it's not really a compliment. Because he almost got fired, actually. I mean, if it wasn't for Stephanie hearing him do a random freestyle rap backstage and him turning into, you know, thugonomics, he he legit would have been fired. So, like the the uh, um, cookie cutter white meat baby face, you know, John Cena, 
ruthless aggression starting, you know, kind of got over by having a close call with Kurt Angle and then Taker gives him the rub. They really tried to because so it's clear that Vince saw something in Cena that wanted to push him in the moon to, to the moon, similar to, to theory. I mean, they they have a really good comparison there, but the type of, the type of bland, you know, type of Cena, he didn't get very far and he almost got fired. So Bro, you want to hear something interesting. And I've never told this story before. And I've told every story a million times before. I've never told this one before, mm-hmm. Chris. But when I was consulting for the WWE for a cup of coffee in 2002, okay, Cena had just come on the scene. Hmm. And I remember I pitched something for Cena where he kind of stood up to Mr. McMahon. And, you know, it was kind of, it would have kind of been like an eye opening moment. And it kind of would have put Cena on the map because mm-hmm. he wasn't really doing anything up to that point. And, you know, the old, oh, he's not ready and this, that, and the other thing, bull crap. And, you know, they, they never did it. But I remember early on, bro, before any of this, like the first time I saw him, I'm like, bro, make him do something that's really special and going to make him pop out. But, I, you know, and then after that, I started working for TNA. So I don't really know what the evolution of Cena was after that. Mm-hmm. But I remember, bro, the first time I saw him, I'm like, you guys got to do something, you know, yeah. with this guy. And I thought kind of challenging Vince uh, would have been a step in the right direction, you know? He had a lot of charisma when he was in um, uh, OVW with Bolin, actually. And, uh, you know, he was the prototype and he had a really good promo and he was really charismatic because he was he was uh, with uh, Rico Constantino. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was he, he had a lot of charisma that he really didn't get to show in the very beginning, you know, um, as far as because he was a heel in the in the in OVW. But he came out as a babyface, you know, in, in, w, in WWE, in the main roster. So he really didn't get a chance to show that a lot. And so I think because he was so restrained and had to play the, the babyface type of character, he ended up turning heel. I think it was against Kidman, if I'm not mistaken. You know, the, the, the matching shorts with the boot type of Cena, he was heel. He was trying, but it still didn't. It really didn't work. So he definitely had a, sh- a shelf life. So, I mean, I, I think, what do you think of theory, Vince? I mean, bro, I, 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 I don't see nothing in this guy. I, I don't. I mean, I'm just telling that that is me. That, that is just me, bro. It just feels very forced. Yeah. There's nothing special about him. There's nothing that sticks out. That is me. That is that is my opinion and my assessment. And you know, bro, a lot of that could have could could have to do with the way they're using him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I just <laughs> comparing him to Cena. I mean, come on, bro, stop. Like that. <laughs> that at, at this point, that is absolutely ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they do look a lot alike, you know, initial, initial Cena. Have you seen the pictures that, uh, sports Kita does the best graphics? I mean, they're, they're fantastic. They had a graphic. I don't, I don't, I don't have time to try to, you know, uh, sift through, uh, try to find it. Um, but they had a picture of, um, uh, and WWE already had the picture. They were, there were some people that were dressing like Cena. I think Carmella dressed like him and a couple other people. And then uh, uh, Theory did the chain with the jorts and uh, looked just like him. It was, yeah. it was crazy. So yeah, um, yeah. So let's go to the next one. Uh, but we had backstage segment: Street Profits and John Cena. So similar. So basically, they were trying to just interweave Cena all throughout the show. Is basically what this was. Yeah, I mean, everybody was getting the Cena rub. Yeah, I mean that's smart. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would do the same thing. You've got him there for a night. Give everybody the Cena rub, and that's what they tried to do. So I I don't have a problem with them doing that whatsoever. But, you know, bro, 90% of this roster, you're not going to get them over because they got a Cena rub. You know what I mean? Exactly. A lot more than that. But that's that's what they were attempting to do, and I can't say I blame them for that, bro. I agree with that. The only thing is that nobody – 
like the rub is just going to smear right off. You know what I mean? It's just, it just doesn't matter because everybody's booked so 50 50. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, the street pop is getting a scene of rub and they're probably going to lose this coming Saturday. So, what does it even mean? You know, bro, you know what it is? Like, especially when you talk about Austin Theory, bro, to me, I watch this show and nothing's natural. You know what I mean? I, I don't see any characters that are natural. Like everything seems like such a put on yeah. and an act. I just, I don't see the performance, you know, bro. Like when you talk about an Austin theory, I think about a guy like a Kurt Henning, mm-hmm. like that wasn't a put on, like, I mean that, you know, I, I just feel that everybody is just this, this Lego put together type stereotypical character. And I just, I, I just, I don't buy into any of it. And I'm talking about from, from Riddle to Becky Lynch to Bianca Belair there, there's nobody who's just themselves, bro. You know, that's just. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 To me, I think of shelf life. I think of can your character expand? Are there layers to your character? That's the biggest thing that I think of when it comes to characters. You know, either are there layers in your characters or is the story evolving enough for your character to continue to, you know, create have layers, layers created to it? You know what I mean? Like The Undertaker. There are so many good stories within The Undertaker's career that his that by proxy or just naturally or organically, his character created layers to it the same thing with sting you know and it's like i think of so many of these wrestlers most of them they don't have suitable storylines to create organic parts of their character it's just the same cody and seth matches it's the same street prophets and usos matches it's the same bianca belair and becky lynch or oscar matches it's the same matches how is that creating layers to the character if it's the same thing yeah bro layers to the character are not created in the ring Correct. That, that's that's Correct. not where they're created. Correct. And with this show, when everything is in the ring, you're never going to get those layers, bro. I don't know if it's laziness. I don't know if they they forgot the formula and just don't know how to do it. I don't know what it is. You're not going to make these characters during wrestling matches. No, (laughs) especially it's the same. If it's the same ones, that's the thing. If it's the same different types of iterations of the same wrestling match, it just doesn't create layers that layers that way. Uh, I am happy that Montez Ford beat Jey Uso. Again, it's the same type of stuff. Now they're saying get an advantage uh, stipulation or whatever it is, but it's still the same type of match the only yeah. thing that i do like about this matter of fact i think uh before we i think uh rollin had a okay yeah let's give rollin some love andre and takers first title runs were lackluster hmm, first yeah 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 well, Andre only <laughs> Andre had to give it right back. To, had to give it to Diviasi. So uh, his his title run is considered a legitimate title run. Now, a lot of people don't know that, but yeah. he is a legitimate WWE champion. Diviasi's title uh, title when he when he took it from from uh, Andre, that's not considered uh, a legitimate title reign. But Andre's is considered a, a title reign. So that's cool. He was former world champion. Takers, though, I agree. Takers uh, was the, um, I think he beat Hogan, right? Wasn't he beat, that the Tuesday in Texas? Yeah, this Tuesday make? in Texas. Yeah, right. I think uh, Flair slid the uh, chair in. He came in, slid the chair in, and then uh, Taker tombstone Hogan uh, on the chair. And it was uh he he didn't touch the chair whatsoever. It was a bad camera shot, but but he did, you know, they did play on it. And yeah, he, he won it. I think it was less than a year uh, after he debuted. So you know, bro, it's so funny because listen, man, I, I can tell you firsthand, sometimes in wrestling, you gotta it, it, you gotta give the people what they want. Yep. And you had this show open with a battle royal and it ended with a battle royal, and both both winners could not be any more freaking obvious. Like, <laughs> so you obvious. know, but you know, and with Riddle, okay, it's what the people wanted. You give the people what they wanted, and then 
Becky Lynch at the end. They were just so predictable. The reason why I bring this up, bro, is you just brought up that Tuesday in Texas. And, bro, I guarantee you there's a lot of people watching this show that having a clue okay. of what we're talking about. Yeah. But I could sit here and tell you I remember that. Mm-hmm. And it was such a big deal. And you talk about unpredictable, bro. Oh, yeah. When Hogan lost, it was so unpredictable. Then we're going to have a pay-per-view two days later. That's what I'm talking yep. about, bro. That, Bro, you're, what year was that, Chris? Ooh, that was 90. 91. 91. Because uh, Taker debuted in uh, SummerSlam of 90, and he won it in 90. He won the title in 90. Bro, 31 years ago. And I can recall that because of the unpredictability of it. And here you've got 30 minutes at the top of the show, you know, whatever it was, 15 minutes at the bottom and just so, so, so predictable, bro. Yep. Uh, this Tuesday in Texas was uh, December 3rd, 91. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember it. I, it was, it was huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, yeah. So, about a year, a little over a year after um, uh, Taker debuted. Yeah. Uh, Alex for the with the four nine nine super chat, bro. <laughs> Why do you think fan signs have died down? Every fan had a sign in the Attitude Era, and it made the show better. Now barely anyone brings them. Um, go ahead, Vince. I would like to see what, what why Alex thinks. I, 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 Alex, why do you think? Yeah, that's, because, that's yeah. yeah I, because Chris, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, bro, I was there. It, it, it was ridiculous. I was there. Yep. I don't know. I, I would love to see what Alex's opinion of that is. Yeah, yeah. I think that I, th- I like that. Yeah. Um. What's What's your view, Chris? Well, I think that there still are signs because I've been to a bunch of live events and, um, you know, there's actually three live events that that's came to uh, Columbus uh, this year. There was a Raw earlier this year. SmackDown came just uh, about a month or so ago. And I believe it's on the schedule for us to get the Christmas Raw. Um, so I'll, I'll be there. And so um, – there's signs. There's still signs because, you know, in between the commercials, they'll do different things and they, they do like what's the best sign and things like that. I think that the reason why signs aren't as big as it is now, because there aren't enough large and life characters that people are writing signs for, you know what I mean? Like you'll get your Bianca Belair, like for instance, John Cena is, you know, Huge character, one of the you know one of the greatest of all time, according to a lot of people. Um, but and there was a lot of Cena signs because people knew that Cena was coming, and so there was a lot of Cena signs. But just a normal Raw episode, like people don't really care about Raw so much that they're looking like, hmm, who do I really write a sign for? I think maybe in my I mean I've been watching wrestling, I've been going to live events for twenty five years. And I probably wrote maybe one or two signs ever. <laughs> you know, I forgot who they were, who they were for. But, but Chris, think about it. Think about it. You're, you're, you're writing signs for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Either somebody is way over or you really hate somebody. Correct. Those are the two reasons you're writing signs. Yep. Austin, you know, The Rock, you know, DX, either mm-hmm. they're way over or they've got way heat. Yeah. And like you said, man, when you look at today's roster and the way it's booked, who's way over and who's got way heat? <laughs> I'm here for Tozawa. Yeah, I mean, you know. Before yeah. I'm writing signs for that. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the Mysterios backstage interrupted by Bella and Priest. Now, this was intriguing, Vince, to me. Because I told you before, remember we did the writing with Russo, and I said I picked Dominic to be a member of uh, Judgment Day. So I was like, hmm. I picked Dominic weeks ago, a couple months ago. I said Dominic would be someone who I, I would be intrigued to be a member of Judgment Day. I still think Judgment Day is becoming a flop, but I would be interested because I picked Balor and Balor's in there mm-hmm. and I picked uh, Dominic and we'll see. I think uh, I would be much more intrigued to see Dominic in there than what he's doing right now. Well, I would too, Chris. However, you know, 
this is going to take some acting chops, bro. I yeah, true. You yeah, know, he he's going to have to be able to pull this off and he's never been in a situation where he really had a, you know, do any kind of acting before. So, he did that, okay with the Seth thing. He did okay with the Brock thing too. He he, he played more like an underdog. He was a lot smaller. Uh he's 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 chunked up a bit. Uh yeah. but he 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 didn't he played more of an underdog character. So his size at that point, I mean, and yeah. getting some meat, you know, on you is 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 okay. You know, and a lot of times I kept saying that I think that uh T Bar should have, you know, me uh get get bulked up or get some meat on him. And he has, and he looks a lot more uh uh, uh intimidating. I think yeah. Dominic getting a little bit more meat on him is is cool. You know, I, I don't have an issue with that. But he at that time he played more of an underdog character because he was a lot smaller. Uh, so that helped. The Seth Rollins thing in the beginning helped, but they kept doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Are you talking about the Buddy Murphy thing? No, not no, the, the when he like in the beginning when it was the Seth thing. And I think they led to like a SummerSlam match, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. And then they did the Buddy Murphy thing afterwards, and it with the with the Aaliyah thing. That yeah. that was just that was yeah that was, yeah. That, that yeah was, and and he was, was like a, he was like a supporting actor. You Correct. Know, like this, yeah. this one, if they do what you suggest, he's going to be on a main stage. You he know? will. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah I, I'm 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 open to this. I'm I'm open to this. I'm open to see where this goes, um, because again, I, I just don't. It you know him, him being with his dad, I'm sure that theoretically, you know, behind the scenes, he's he's cool with that. But I imagine, you know, for him to be his age, he's like, man, I want to break away in some way. You know, I don't, yeah. don't want to be under the shadow of my dad. You know, me for for this long. It's about it's about that that time to move on yeah. somehow. So I'm cool with it. Um, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Um. Next, we have the Miz and Ring interview interrupted by AJ Styles. Then this leads to AJ defeating the Miz by countout. Uh, are they really going to do <laughs> AJ versus the Miz now, man? Uh, bro, I, I, I don't know. I mean, both, both, both of these guys just, you know, mean absolutely nothing. Like absolutely nothing. <sighs> Why are they doing this? I mean, you you know, AJ's your guy, Vince. I mean, you work with you work with AJ for quite some time. For t t knowing the amazing ability that AJ Styles has, if he retired today, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. You know, within a few years, if that. With all, I mean, he can run circles. He he can make anybody look good. Taker, you know, Taker handpicked him, you know, for him. He, he had his last match against the Taker had his last match against AJ Styles. The guy is amazing. Why in the world would they choose to do this to AJ Styles when they could have really catapulted him to legendary status? And now he feels just like everybody else. You know, Chris, I, I gotta tell you, man, that there, there, there are two ways. Uh, that your road can divide. Um, and I'll tell you the way my road divided, but I think a lot of other people that road divides the other way. Bro, you know, later on in my career, especially with TNA, you know, when 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 Dixie kept hiring everybody because she couldn't make decisions on her own. Yep. So when Bischoff was brought in and Pritchard was brought in, she just kept bringing in layers on top of layers on top of layers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I found myself in a position, uh, Chris, where, you know, based on my success and based on everything I, I've done, I was spending so much of my time trying to convince people of what we needed to do. Okay, now that can go one of two ways. Okay, either either I fall in line and I continue to get my paycheck and, you know, I just I go along with whatever they want to do or either I say, you know, I'm tired of this, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you what needs to be done when I know it could be done. And you know what, Vince, if you don't like it, leave. And mm -hmm. guess what? Vince left. Mm -hmm. I think you've got a lot of people. I think Miz and AJ are your two perfect examples, bro, where I think they've tapped out. I think they tapped out a long time ago. 
bro, they they get a nice paycheck, especially with Miz. You know, he parlayed this into his own television show with his wife and his family. I guarantee you he's 100 more times into that than than he is on this show. So, you know, he's going through the motions here, but what he really cares about is the television show. When you look at a guy like AJ, bro, let's look at how, how many years he spent on the indies. Let's look at how many years he spent in TNA. He wasn't making the money that he's making now. So, you know, having gone down that road and now being older, what, what, what's he going to do at this point, bro? Is he going to fight the system knowing that, you know what, man, if I could just suck this up for two or three more years. And I, I think that's where a lot of these people are, bro. I, yeah. I really do. it, and I, and I can't say I blame them. Because it, it just it gets to the point, bro. You just get tired and you just tap out and you know it's the old whatever. Yeah. 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 Sad to see because you know, I, I can understand that from AJ's part, but just WWE just again protecting his brand and you know, he needs to protect his brand, but I get it. He's on his tail end. He's he, he's been he's been wrestling for you know over 20 years. And so it's one of those things that I, I can see that, but at the same time, I mean, WWE, I think for the times where, you know, he's really done so much for the company and again, making the undertaker look like a million bucks on his last match. I think, I think he just deserves more than that. Honestly. Yeah, see, bro, I got to tell you with a company like the WWE, that doesn't matter. You know, Chris, listen, you know, I'm a big baseball guy and, You know, this whole weekend surrounded um, around, you know, Freddie Freeman, who played for the Braves for 15 years, won a World Series with them, uh, you know, Mr. Atlanta. And when it came down to business, they didn't offer him a contract when his contract was up Mm -hmm. because and that they found someone to replace him. This is the same mentality, bro. They've got that system. They're creating wrestlers, bro. And, and guess what, bro? We'll, we'll get somebody in here that'll be half the price of an AJ Styles. Yeah. They're not looking at, I mean, bro, like, you know, like, like, like Taker is a special case, the relationship he had with Vince. And, mm-hmm. bro, outside of that, man, what it, what it really comes down to is every wrestler is replaceable. And guess what, bro? The one waiting in line will do it for a half the amount of money that we're paying this one. There's, there's no, bro, there is no emotional attachment at all, no. man. No. There isn't. You know, like I said, bro, Vincent Taker, name another one. Name another one. We saw what happened with Vincent Savage. We saw what happened with Vincent Brett. I, I mean, Nate, him and Taker had that relationship. Outside of that, bro, people come and go, come and go, come and go. Yeah. I think Cena is the, you know, the only, uh, uh, you know, Cena is another one that uh, has some, you know, uh, pull as far as just staying power. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, Brock left, you know, Goldberg left, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, just about anybody's expendable, you know, in the WWE. So uh, next we have uh, backstage John Cena and Ezekiel. Cena, Cena turns around to a altercation with Theory. Um, so there's your altercation, Vince. I mean, there's they've been teasing it for SummerSlam. Do we get it at SummerSlam? Uh, bro. I, I I I don't know, bro. I just with what they've done, I don't know how you're gonna convince anybody this guy's in the same. Forget, bro, forget arena as John Cena. I'm talking about same planet. Yeah, you, you know, as I, I I don't, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe they have something planned that you know I can't comprehend, but. My gosh, bro. Come on, man. Come on. To me, like when <clears throat> I believe that win, wins losses matter, but like when it comes to, I mean, the proof is that everybody's booked 50 50 and nobody's standing out. But with theory, though, like to be in a feud with Lashley and Lashley's getting the upper hand mostly. And then even if he beats Lashley, <sighs> I mean, lastly, has not been 
book to the moon enough for him to really get a rub, you know, from, you know, from, from Lashley, unfortunately. But you know, Chris, it's not only that, you know, Chris, it's funny because I'm just going to go back today to, I watched the attitude era show today. Okay, bro. The, 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 the first match I saw was the rock against Vader. Hmm. Bro Vader's punches look like he was rocking rock the shot the side shoot yeah, yes <laughs> bro i'm watching tonight's show when theory came in for the heat the very first thing he does <laughs> and I, bro, the very first thing he does and i'm like bro will you freaking hit him Will you hit him? Bro, Bobby Lashley weighs 300 pounds, yeah. muscle on top of muscle. Will you freaking hit him? No. But, bro, immediately, anybody can go back and see. Bro, people see that at home. And trust me, bro, there are people seeing that at home saying, he, he's going to beat John Cena? In, 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 what, in what world is he going to beat John Cena? I mean, my thing is he's going to be Bobby Lashley. I mean, Bobby Lashley's much more from a shoot style. You know, Bobby Lashley is more intimidating than Cena is, and he's going to be John. He's going to be Bobby Lashley with those punches, and then John Cena with those punches, and then if, even if he beats Bobby Lashley, you know, on Saturday, and then John Cena just a few weeks later, you know, four weeks later, if he beats both of them. I still don't think that the WWE has enough investment in characters, not not just theory, in developing characters enough to make him have that upper, like to really give him the rub that they really want. Bro, you know what's a freaking joke? <laughs> Bobby Roode is a hundred times more believable than Austin Theory. A mm -hmm. hundred times more believable, but yet. Austin theories in this spot. And I'm like, my gosh, bro. Like how, how, how do you pass that up? No. I, I'm a guy that worked with a Bobby Roode. Now you bro, if Bobby Roode's a heel and he's wrestling Cena. It, it, it's he, very Rick Rudish. Yeah. I could buy that a thousand more times than I could be Austin. I could buy Austin theory beating John Cena. Yeah. yeah. And bro, let me tell you something. And, and bro, he, here's the bottom line. If Cena puts him over, he's an imbecile. I, I don't want to hear you're a company guy and I'm doing the right thing. Bro, you will hurt your brand mm. so badly, lit literally putting a mid-card guy over. Yeah. You know, he's not a freaking star. So, like, that's why I can't imagine Cena putting this guy over. And if he doesn't put him over, then what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's... It's going to be a difficult situation to get out of because, like I said, even if he beat both of them, I just I don't have enough confidence in WWE to to think that this is going to this is going to send Theory to the next level of main event stardom if he beats Bobby Lashley and John. Cena. And bro, where did it start? It started with him being a seventy-six-year-old man's whipping boy. Yeah. And then you wonder why we feel the way he did. Meanwhile, if he would have stood up to McMahon, if he would have said, no, old man, I call the shots around here, you know, but whatever. But no, bro, he was taking it. You know, Vince's little. So that's who he is, bro. Yeah. You, you you created that. We didn't make that up. That's right. Yeah. Know, because you there you go. That is. <laughs> And he mumbles McMahon. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Mumbles uh. <laughs> is back for a he he, he told bro, the black bro, scorpion bro, to take up, the night bro, off. Throw, throw that gimmick up again. I want to point something else out. Yes, indeed. Yes, Here's indeed. another thing. Look at this game. And bro, what 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 is the what is he an elf? <laughs> well, what the freak is like? What what is elf that, ears. bro? You look like you look like a Keebler elf. What is that, man? I don't understand. What is that? <laughs> oh, bro! Please. Mumble the return of mumbles. I think uh, uh, our viewer Steve actually requested me. Uh, he, had, he had a birthday this weekend. He requested me to do mumbles. So uh, there you go. There you go. Here's your mumbles back. Um, 
We got a uh, Bianca Belair cut an interview interrupted by Carmella. You know, I'm a Bianca Belair fan, but uh, man, I mean, like it's, it's sad that they're making, they're turning a fan away further away from the character than further to the character. I mean, that's when it gets really, really sad. Like it just feels so much of the same when it comes to Bianca Belair nowadays, Chris, I'm I'm going to add something to that. I, I don't know how many times I've said this before. I've seen the real Bianca Belair and I saw somebody very real and so very powerful. Yep. I see the character Bianca Belair that is not the real person I saw and it's, you know, it's the 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 pro but here's what I did not understand tonight. Did you see her gear? Did you see her outfit? Yeah, the, the dollar signs. Yeah, or yeah. Bro, that that's a a heel. Detective Yasi <laughs> wears that. A heel wears that. You're not shoving in in the face of the fans if you're a baby face. Hundred dollar bills all yeah. over your body. Like look look at look at all the money I have that you don't. You that's not a baby face, yeah. bro. A baby face should never wear something like that. Yeah. And I, I just I don't understand some of the decisions, man. I don't get it I, I agree yeah it's <clears throat> people are saying turn her heel i don't agree i mean she had a heel run before in nxt and just it fell flat to me it just didn't work she had too much charisma and uh just to, to be a heel and i think she had too much like infectious charisma i, I don't like heels who get cheered I, I despise that and i think with bianca she just they just need to they, they just need to really spend time with understanding or interviewer, you know what I mean? Like, I know Paul Heyman, you, you used to do this. Paul Heyman said he used to do it too. Like, just interview or just go get some dinner with this person. Find out their interests. Find out their likes. Find out their dislikes. Find out their history. And then revolve your character yes, who around are you? that. Who yeah. are you? Who yep. are you? That's that's the job of the writer, bro. Who are you? Yep, Exactly. Liv Morgan and Alexa Biss cuts a backstage. Speaking of who are you? <laughs> a watch me person who I don't even know what Liv Morgan's gimmick is. I don't me. know what either of their yeah. gimmicks are. And then, you know, versus someone with a doll. Like, did you interview Alexa Bliss? Did you go have, you know, a steak dinner with her? And say, hey, what do you like? What are your interests? What 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 do you like? What what do you what really lights you up? Um, dolls. Like I I don't I don't think you're gonna get that from Alexa Bliss's having dinner with her. Bro, meanwhile, what 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 did what did I see? And it came across my freaking timeline. What what's viral? What's viral on the internet this week? Uh, uh her husband just did a concert over the weekend. Alexa Bliss comes on stage and starts rapping on the mic. Yeah, uh, intoxicated. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, well. Okay. And then, and then, well, where, where's the doll? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> why? Why can't she be married to a rock star that yeah. is almost like a a um a, a groupie? You know. Yeah. I mean, my God, bro. We're seeing it on YouTube, but we go from that. Two, I'm walking around with a doll because we got a million of them in the warehouse and we got to yeah. sell. Yeah, exactly. Next, we have um, Liv Morgan defeating Alexa Bliss. Does this uh, do anything for the momentum of Liv Morgan heading into Money in the Bank? No. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Vince McMahon introduces John Cena. I got to go back and watch that. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. He, um, he cuts a promo, Vince. I mean... <laughs> So you you had uh, interestingly enough you had some 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 names who are current AEW stars. Yeah, I saw the Big that. Show, uh, uh, Brian Danielson, Brian, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? So uh, had a lot of people giving them a shout out. I, I'm wondering if um, how, how do you think that came about, Vince? You know, do you think that Vince just gave him a call and said, you know, can can you do this? And th do you think it 
had to get Tony Khan clearance or they all of them were just like, you know, I don't, I don't care about getting Tony Khan clearance. How, how did that work backstage as far as I bet you they had to get permission from Khan and Khan gave the permission because he's such a freaking Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, bro, come on. We, we, the, the, the pictures people were sending me this morning with, hugs, these, man. with these hugs, bro. I don't, somebody's got to smarten me up. Somebody's got to smarten me up. I mean, my God, bro, he's hugging Cesaro like he's a little <laughs> child meeting, meeting a wrestler for the first time, like, like, like hugging his leg, Squeeze bro. Like, side hug to Okada's got to smarten me up. I don't know what's going on here, bro. We're supposed to be professionals. I yes. don't get it. <laughs> I put a, uh, I put a status on my socials. Uh, I, I said, um, uh, <laughs> I said um I put the two pictures together and I said listen my birthday is Saturday if I see you yeah, and don't give you a creepy Tony Khan hug yeah. like this yeah chances are I don't love you yeah so that's that was my uh and the, bro here's the, here, here's the part like I just I I, I like I just can't believe people are this ignorant and this clueless. So the, the people are sending me the pictures all morning. So of course I got a comment. So my comment was as simple as like, bro, what what, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. what 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 is going on here? It, like, honestly, what? Somebody explain to me what are we doing here? Oh well, Vin, uh, Vince, you're just you're just bitter because Tony Khan didn't hire you. No, bro, he's <laughs> hugging, he's hugging grown men like he's a five year old child. How can you? But will you stop it? Will you stop it, bro? He's hugging grown yeah. ass men like it's a child hugging his dad when he comes home from work. Oh well, you they were so he won't give you a job. Uh, oh my horror, god, bro! They were so um, they were so uncomfortable. You could tell yes. by both of them. Yes, like, bro was like, eh, and Okada was like, Ooh, like <laughs> what? What is that? You're the psychologist, bro. Did his dad never hug him? Is that what this is all about? It could it could be a sad thing. Hey, you know, Tony Khan, I would love to just do a, a, a psych assessment with this guy. I would love to. Like, he just, he's very odd. Like, he, he's just, he's just an odd soul, man. He really is. He's just an odd soul. Like, just the way he his mannerisms and just like he he's just a little jittery you know what i mean like it's just i would love to really assess this dude i really would uh awesome sauce with a two dollar super chat bro oh my god <laughs> what would happen, happen if i hug taker like that like my god bro like i you got choke slam vince you got choke slam yeah um so john cena's john cena's segment i mean what, what are you thinking about seeing this segment here cutting the promo bro i just it's just bro it's so pandering <laughs> but the people are like buying into the pandering like if i if i'm in that audience like bro listen i love cena i think cena is a pro's pro but once the pandering starts i'm in the okay i get it mode you know what I'm saying? But yep. they're into it. Like when he mentions the town and I'm like, I, I, I bro, there's a lot of things about wrestling. I don't understand. There, there's really, there's a lot of things I don't get. Like you could, you still get a pop putting the town over. Like what, 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 like, what is that? Yeah. I, I don't know. bro. I don't know. Yes, indeed. Um, <clears throat> Next, we have uh, Lashley defeating the Alpha Academy. Then he gets attached by Theory post match. He gets an upper hand, but Theory, yeah, those 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 punches of doom, ladies and gentlemen, the punches of doom. Uh, get a Cody Rhodes exclusive interview. Uh, you know, he confirms that uh, he's told nine months for recovery. So, looks like he'll be back around uh, around Mania time next year. Mm. So. It looks like they'll be setting setting it up maybe the week before Mania. I'm just I'm just I'm just wondering, bro. Like, 
See, if, if it were me, I would definitely find a way to keep him alive without wrestling. Hmm. You know, you bro, you could tell a story. You could have him on there every week. I mean, well, you know, you could put him in a certain role, whatever. I, you know, not, like my question is, so what? We're not going to see him for another nine months. There's a did, way to keep him in the mix, bro. Did you remember the Triple H uh, 2002 uh, when he got injured in 01? And then yeah, uh, I wasn't watching it, back then. So and he got injured in 01. He tore his quad uh, during a match. It was the, I think it was him and Austin when they were a two man power trip. They were going against uh, I think Jericho and Benoit in a tag match and he tore his quad when he stepped into uh, i think a punch or something like that tore it right off the leg <clears throat> and so he ended up wrestling for the rest of the match and basically he had you know all that like six months seven months to recover and a lot of those times throughout the seven months they would play he was a heel at the time he had some he ended up turning babyface because he was you know, uh, they were playing uh, videos and, and giving updates of his recovery and his training, you know, and things like that. So they were really prepping him up to be, you know, uh, just kind of pulling on the sympathy. How, you know, long, how long did that go on for, Chris? How long? Uh, about seven months. I mean, maybe, was, maybe, maybe that's yeah. what they plan on doing. I hope so. Yeah. Hope so, so he uh, so he came back. Um uh, January, I believe, of '02, and winning the Royal Rumble a few weeks a few weeks later. So. Maybe, maybe they'll do that, bro. But that's what they should do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, they have uh, we have the um, backstage uh, John Cena and Seth Rollins. Uh, was he putting Rollins? I mean, what, what was the part of point of this segment here? I mean, Cena Rollins ended up looking at Omos and an MVP. I mean, this is, was just the hype up money in the bank. Well, yeah, bro. I, I mean, I you know, I I, I think because there was something backstage. Oh, the Mysterio thing was just to set up a match next week. It's yep. probably just to set something up for next week, bro. Rollins that, versus Omos. Who knows, bro? Oh, who no. knows? Who, who who else is Rollins gonna face? Who, oh. who does Rollins face next? Oh, who's the baby face out there that is on Raw? Wow. Yeah. Because Lassie's with Theory. Wow. Mysterio looks like he's breaking off and, you know, going to be feuding with the sun, perhaps. Hmm. SK Nation, who? who? Riddle. Oh, yeah, Riddle. Him and Riddle were uh, supposed to be uh, competing at SummerSlam. That's what it is. Oh, him and Riddle? Yeah, yeah. They had a segment last week. Um, uh, and I'll, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be lasting and riddled summer so. so, uh, so Lynch wins the last chance match of Money in the Bank. Uh, does a manhandle slam on Dewdrop? Um, this was elimination so, this match. Was, and, this was so sloppy, bro. Yeah, it was. This oh, was no. just so sloppy. <laughs> and this is the main event, bro. Yeah, this is the main event. Yeah. And they made Becky Lynch look like the baby face here. I, I I didn't really understand that. Like she looked like the valiant person who was coming from behind, who was the resilient, the one who persevered. Like it was a baby face setup, and she's a heel. I don't get why they do stuff like that. Like they don't uh, pay attention to that, Vince. Bro, I man, I just. Chris, I can't tell you how many times, you know, when I worked for the WWE before anybody knew who I was, um, I would, you know, especially for the main event, a lot of times by the time main, the main event came around, my, my, I, I was done working for the night mm -hmm. and I would watch the main event from the house. And bro, I can't, I can't tell you how many times like when i'm in the house with the people watching the main event and you know so many times it was austin and just remembering like just how good it was and you know bro i was part of it and i you know and, and i always remember you know you know going to the back and whether it was austin or whether it was taker sincerely putting the match over like Man, bro, you you tore it down out there, and I really, really meant it. Mm -hmm. And then I watch this, and I'm like, this is the main event. Bro, main 
event. Look up the meaning of main event. And it was so horribly bad and sloppy. And this is the main event. This is the best you've got. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Tough, man. uh, I'm I'm just being honest, man. This is WWE, ladies and gentlemen. But what is the main event every single week is this guy's shows on what on what channel attitude.com guys check it out we we got not just one not two not three bro we got 12 15 shows on there with different people stevie ray stevie richards al snow ec3 taylor Hendricks. i mean you name it guys there's something for everybody a very very reasonable man just go to channelattitude.com Thank you so much. Thank you again for more birthday shout outs. So thank you so Happy much. I really appreciate it, everybody. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is, uh, this guy is, oh, <clears throat> my headphone went out. I know a second. It's coming. There we go. Uh, <laughs> there's, mo- there's movement in the arm. Look, it's moving. There's movement. <laughs> Very nice. This guy is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris on behalf of Tootsmont, on behalf of the Black <laughs> Scorpion. Uh, this is writing, uh, this is the Legion of Raw, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Without being said, everybody, solo.